Hey, welcome to another episode of the Two Hello Girls. Guess what? I brought along a friend. Me. <laughs> She's back. She kicked me off the last show, but I'm back. Today, we're going to be talking about Spock. Spock. Naps. And ukulele. <laughs> That's right. Bang 10. We are in Seoul today. Yeah. I'm between contracts. I needed a place to stay because I'm homeless. Stop saying that. <laughs> You're well loved. You're never homeless. It's true. It's it's actually really true. I had a lot of people contact me um, offering me a place to stay. Okay, so Amy, tell us, what do you mean you're between contracts? Um, my contract, the elementary school that I worked at, ended on February 28th. Tear. Oh. And my new contract with the Hogwan I'll be working at um, starts March 9th. Back to the real world. How long have you been living this homeless life of yours? Well, I said that I would help a friend out by watching their dogs. I don't know if anybody remembers the last podcast. So I moved out of my apartment two weeks before I had to. So I've been living this nomadic life for about three weeks now. Oof. And how are you feeling nowadays? What is your current... I'm so displaced. <laughs> I don't have a regular schedule. I've been trying to fill it with things like learning the languages. I picked up playing the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend uh, Siona and I bought ukuleles off of eBay. They're $30 and they'll be shipped. She should either get it by Monday or sometime next week. I, I think I'm doing pretty well. You were practicing when I came home the other day. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, Vanessa has this really nice ukulele that I, I might steal from her. But I never I never play it. It's more like a desk collector than anything. But it's really it's really gorgeous. It's all for the looks. <laughs> it's just an appearance. <laughs> well, no, sometimes you, sometimes you go through a period of time here uh, where you don't have anything to do and you feel like you should be doing something. Being productive. Being productive and... Just learning the ukulele is so popular here. And before you know it, you have a tennis racket, a ukulele. <laughs> is that what the other thing is? It is a tennis racket. <laughs> it's a tennis racket. But again, you have two dogs, four four cows, and uh, six boyfriends. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm Not kidding. really. <laughs> no, she's kidding. She's kidding. So I'm on my third lesson with the YouTube person that I'm following. It's a chili monster ukulele. So far, I like the way he teaches because he's not just saying, learn this chord, this chord, and this chord. He gave me the chords, he gave me some strumming, and then he says the best way to learn is by practicing over and over and over again by learning songs. So yesterday I learned how to play Bad Moon Rising. I don't know what that song. Really? Oh, I love it. Like, because it's, it's an older rock song. So I see a bad moon rising. I see trouble on the way. Don't know. Don't go around tonight. Oh, I like it. I'll, I'll play it for you later. I don't know if my, our listeners remember, but I was raised in a cave. <laughs> and we'll get we'll go into that later on in our second topic. Well, no, I think I think that's 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 the difference between my parents and your parents. Speaking of cave raising, cave raising. Amy told me some devastating news. Oh yeah, being raised in a cave. Um. I swear there's a relevance there. Uh, so Len Leonard Nimoy passed away this week. And she had to refresh me on who that is. Yeah, that's Spock, for everybody who doesn't know. And um, I think you, my listeners can tell, I love science. I love science fiction. I love reading. I love space. And he played a huge role in many people's lives. But not in mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But, but I know, okay, after she said that, I know who Spock is. But I couldn't name him by name. Oh, right. And, and that's what I think, it shows you how powerful the things that he did were. 
that Vanessa is not a pop culture person, but she knows Spock. She knows the hand gesture for Live Long and Prosper. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were, we were reading about him today. And we discovered that he's, a, he's an amazing guy, or he was an amazing guy. Sorry, I switched to past tense there. Yeah, I still, I still like to think he will, you know, he's amazing. He will, he, he will always be an amazing influence. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, so what things, Ames, what, what things do you think were the most influential? How did he influence his fans the most? I don't what know. Can you, or what can you remember? I think he influenced his fans because he influenced those around him. Ames, what, what is your first memory about Spock? My, so my dad liked Star Trek. He liked the original Star Trek. I was never into the original Star Trek, but I remember coming home and him watching an episode. I always liked Spock because he was so calm. You yeah. Know, he had a way about him. You know, he was intellectual. He was calm. And I did not know that Leonard Nimoy had taken that idea of the character and ran and run with it. He was the one who created the um, the hand gesture, which is based off of uh, Jewish origins, which he's Ukrainian Jewish. Did not know that. And also, when the producers wanted Spock to fight and do some great big hulking move, and Leonard Nimoy said, no, that's illogical. Spock and his whole culture are all, all about um, intelligence and being logical. So they would have come up with another you know, disarming move that wouldn't have hurt the person, but would have knocked them out. So that's the, the Vulcan nerve pinch. Mm. Yeah, he came up with that. And again, I didn't know any of this until I researched it. So Amy was spewing out information and I was like, who? Who? who, who? <laughs> he wasn't mentioned in the cave. Yeah. Um, some of the other things, like his influences were so far and wide. I mean, he was always about equal rights for the cast members, equal rights for everyone. He threw a Twitter event. He was very popular in Twitter. How, hold on, how old was he when he passed? 83. And he is someone that you would want to aspire to be like, mm-hmm. especially on, on social media. He, I don't remember why, but he, he said, if you don't have a grandparent, if you need a grandparent, I'll be your grandparent. And he, he's just like, he's just like, keep him coming. I, I accept all the children. Also, NASA. Huge with NASA. Big fan. Well, big clearly, fan of NASA. NASA was a big fan of him. Well, clearly, I mean, he was on a, he was a Star Trek character. Yeah. Okay, moving right along. Yeah. Oh, do we have to move right along? I could really use a nap right now. Okay. (laughs) That is a punt for the next topic. (laughs) Naps. So Amy is here in Soul with me, and I have been complaining the last 30 minutes. I'm sorry. No, she's not been complaining. I had a chance to see just how busy she is. Uh, But I was informing Amy about this new concept that I... that has been implemented in the U.S. and that I loved. I really love this idea. It's called like nap rooms. Nap rooms. So Amy and I went to a gingerbong. And if you guys don't remember, what exactly is a gingerbong? Amy. Sauna. It's a place to bathe. So we went to one, and as we we're walking by, Amy saw the nap room. Yeah, like they're just in. And this is this was a everyday around the corner sauna. This isn't this isn't one of your. Um, you, your big fancy ones that you go to. Get your eyebrows done or your nails done. Massages and everything. And at your regular everyday saunas, they have your standard towels. Old women giving you scrub downs, which we've talked about that before. If you have it, if you don't know what an old woman scrub down is, please refer back to a yes. previous podcast. And in this one, I was surprised to notice that they had a nap room. And I don't think, we've never experienced the napping part. Not the nap room. Now, in most gingerbongs, they have a an area where you go to in a different floor where it's a heated floor and you can lay down and relax with pillows and everything. But this this was a actual quiet time nap room. Mm-hmm. And when we were walking by, 
there were people sleeping because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But also, I've discovered that at certain companies, like in the U.S., some of the big companies, they have this sleeping area. And nowadays, at the company that I'm working at, they some of the people, they sleep overnight because their projects are so demanding. Most of my students are engineers, and so they work late into the night, and instead of going home, they just sleep in the sleeping room, and they get up, and they work again. I don't think I could do that. There, actually, I have a friend whose boyfriend just went to Germany mm-hmm. as an, uh, to be some kind of intern or some kind of... Um, to do some kind of work at, and um he'll be staying there at the company while he's there the entire time yeah he won't have his own apartment well that was part of the deal because they're not paying him but he they have an apartment they have like they have they're like we can't pay you right now you're guaranteed a job after this we can't pay you but uh we can we can arrange for you to stay in your office so he'll be sleeping at the office uh, where will he take showers at? At the office. They have, they have, I, I, everything is provided. Yeah, everything's provided for him, but it's at the office. Maybe it's just like a, a small apartment. You know, it might be a places in the building itself. From the management aspect, you get more out of your employees. You can have them work more. That's a kind of bad aspect. I know, but it, I mean, from the management aspect, it's more productive for your employees. If they're not going home, if they're not wasting time on That's the commute. True. If they're more focused on their work, of course, it's a better idea. As long as they're napping properly. And I know that sounds really weird. But explain, what do you mean by napping properly? They've done studies and they found that the best way to nap in the middle of the day, if you're going to take a nap, um, drink coffee. If you drink coffee or drink soda, drink something beforehand and nap for 20 minutes. By the time you wake up, the coffee will have kicked in and you'll feel even more refreshed. But if you take a longer nap, maybe 30 minutes or an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. it's actually counterproductive because you've messed up your um your sleep your 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 sleep cycle mm-hmm. actually with some of my students we meet right after their, their lunch time and most koreans they get an hour hour and a half for lunch so they'll eat like a freight train and then they'll go and take a nap in these sleeping rooms and then they show up to class and they're like the first 30 minutes they're just trying to wake up and they can't think and they can't speak and so we're just talking about how inefficient these sleeping rooms are yeah, it's because people don't know how long to take a nap for. I used to go, when I used to work at Volvo, I had an hour lunch. I used to eat my lunch and then I'd go into my car, and especially on a nice sunny summer day or a nice fall day when it's nice and warm in my car. Not not really in the summer. In the height of summer, I would not do that. But I would go in the back seat of my car and take a nap. And the naps would only last 20 minutes, but it was really refreshing. And then I would get the weirdest looks like, what were you doing in there? Just taking a nap. Yeah. Why? Car napping napping is amazing. Yeah. I remember one time I was going on a college visit with my mother and we decided we were both exhausted. And I remember her saying, let's just take a quick 15 minute nap. And I said, great idea, Ma, of course. And then we laid down. And then the next thing we know, we had missed the consultation. Oh, no. Yeah. And and so we're just like, we like woke up in a, a panic and we were just like, oh, my God. We, we overslept. Nap's gone wrong. Exactly. But it's also talking about this this happening with employees and then them having to stay later to make up their work. Oh. Is it efficient? Is it not efficient? Let us know your opinions. Do you have a napping room at your company? Do you have the blow-up partition that you can put in your car? In the back seat, there's a partition that you can fill in the, where the legs are. You know, when you sit down in the seat, mm-hmm. your legs, there's a, there's a blow-up like balloon-type deal that you can put there so it makes a full-on mattress. 
Love do you it. have that for your car? If you don't, do you need it? If, if you do, I mean, let me know how that works. I'm looking, going to be looking soon for one. So, all right, guys. That's it for today. But we wanted to give you one special goodbye gift. Amy's going to play you Bad Moon Rising. Here we go. Oh, gosh. Pressure's okay. on. The pressure's on. No. I'm blushing. Oh gosh. All right, listeners. We hope you have a good week. Yeah. Enjoy yourselves and take naps. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.